This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 3rd of December. Have this one, Justin. Mm -hmm. Airbnb is aiming for a valuation of up to $47 billion in its IPO. Now, this would be an incredible comeback after the company was heavily damaged by the pandemic this year. Brett, it's all about tech companies this morning. Mm -hmm. It is all confirmed. Salesforce will buy Slack for $38 billion. Wow which creates a giant company that can really compete with the likes of Microsoft. I agree, Justin, and we have three really impressive stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Uber competitor Ola has cut most of its Australian staff and operations, which begs the question, will it be staying in Australia at all? Very, very good question, Brett. So what is the story here? Okay, Ola originally hails from India Mm -hmm. and launched in Australia in 2018. It employed around 50 people in Australia, but now only has around 11 people left after the latest job cuts. Now get this one, Justin. Ola was valued at over $8 billion before COVID Ooh. and the company was planning a big, juicy, delicious IPO. But COVID hasn't been pretty for them and no. recently Ola's Australian managing director left the company. It also closed its local driver offices. It also cancelled its personal accident insurance program oh, no. for drivers. So what's the key learning here? When competitors can only compete on price, this often leads to discounted pricing and ultimately becomes a race to the bottom. Uber has been playing the discount war game since day dot. And they've received financial investment to continue playing this game for a little while longer. And they are more than happy to cheapen prices to entice riders. They're essentially subsidising the cost of rides and burning through cash Mm -hmm. to edge out their competitors. And Justin, it kind of seems like it's working Mm -hmm. because Ola is retreating big time in Australia. Mm -hmm. For our second story, fast food operator Collins Foods, Mm -hmm. the owner of KFC, Taco Bell and Sizzler, Ah. is pivoting from its focus on dining to click and collect and (laughs) online delivery after a booming 2020. Aussies just couldn't get enough finger-licking chicken and fried food this year, Justin. Tell me more. Well, sales for Collins Food went up by 11% to just under $500 million in the six months to October 18 this year. Sadly, though, the company's Sizzler's venues were hit hard by the Mm. pandemic. Rest in peace, Sizzler, and the greatest (laughs) cheese toastie that ever lived. (laughs) But get this one. Collins Foods has seen its online sales double in the last six months. All thanks to the pandemic accelerating the demand for that sweet, sweet convenience. Mm. So what's the key learning here? Two very interesting trends are emerging in the fast food category. Why don't you talk me through them? Firstly, consumers who started buying fast food online for the very first time during the pandemic are expected to continue to embrace online ordering after the pandemic. You see, during COVID, things that made life easier, like ordering online, are behaviours that are likely to stick around. And Brett, what's the second trend? Well, this is the real kicker for KFC, Mm -hmm. if you ask me. Online orders tend to be larger than dine-in or pick-up orders. Which means larger sales volumes and also more frequent ordering. Because who doesn't want to wallow in self-pity at home surrounded by fried (laughs) chicken delicious? For our third and final story, Under Armour and NBA superstar Steph Curry have announced the launch of Curry Brand, a new line of clothes, shoes and golf and basketball products. This is a spicy, spicy curry for (laughs) Under Armour. What's the story? A bit of background. Under Armour manufactures footwear, Mm -hmm. sports apparel and casual 
casual apparel. And they've had a rough year or two, so they're calling in the big fish. <laughs> the big fish is Steph Curry, who they're hoping could bring them back from the dead. What's different about Under Armour as opposed to, I don't know, Nike or Lululemon, mm-hmm. for instance, is that Under Armour wants to own the technical performance apparel space. Not the casual slash athletic vibe that most of us go for day in, day out. Mm-hmm, but it hasn't really worked. Mm-mm. Under Armour's share price is down around 23% just this year. And compare that to the goat Nike, whose share price <laughs> is up 31% this year. So what's the key learning here? Under Armour is hoping that a deal with Steph Curry will be the next Nike slash Michael Jordan deal. But Brett, even if it works, it may not be enough for them. Well, Nike's Jordan brand makes up around 9% of Nike's overall revenue. So meaning if Under Armour hits it big with Steph Curry, a 9% revenue jump over the long term just probably won't be enough to return the company to its mm. glory days. Flux fam, a very special shout out today to Alice and Riley. Riley, mummy is very sorry that you have to listen to What the Flux on the way to school every day, but we love that you're listening. And we're sure you're smarter than a lot of your school <laughs> friends. <laughs> Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.